Hello and welcome to the Meg Method podcast. My name is Meg Walker and I help people find a better connection to themselves through fitness, mindfulness and breath work. I've helped coach thousands of people over the years and the aim of this podcast is to help you to improve your mindset, empower you with actionable advice so you can take ownership over your health and to educate you on the many different aspects of health from fitness to behavioral change. If you want to work with me, you can learn more about my coaching at themegmethod.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to the podcast. You are just who we were missing. Welcome to the Elevator Expert. Today, I will be welcoming a brand new industry expert into the Meg Method Elevator, and we will have the length of their journey to try and elevate our understanding of their area of expertise. I have an open mindset, I'm focused, and I'm ready to learn. So let's find out who will be joining us in the elevator today. Hey, Meg, Vancouver here. Hello, and welcome to the Meg Method Elevator, Ben Coomber. So Ben is an expert in high performance. He helps people become the most awesome version of themselves. He is the host of the UK number one rated fitness podcast, Ben Coomber Radio. He is the founder of BTN Academy, an online nutrition course, and he also owns Awesome Supplements, an award-winning plant-based supplement company. So I feel very lucky to have Ben stepping into the Medford Elevator today. Welcome, Ben. Thank you. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. And yeah, it's so good to have you join us in the elevator today. And as I'm right here over by the control panel, let me help you out and find out what floor are you going to today, Ben? 20, please, Meg. 20. Okay. So floor 20 is coming up. The audience and I are going right to the top today. So it looks like we'll be sharing the elevator with you for the next 20 minutes. And it is not every day that you get the opportunity to share the elevator with an expert like yourself. So I would like to make the most of the opportunity. So would you mind if we picked your brains about things all high performance along the way, Ben? Go for it. All right. So floor 20 is locked and ready to go. High performance is the topic of expertise. Here we go. So what is high performance coaching, Ben? High performance is you getting the most out of your body, your life, and everything that you want to achieve. Um, I don't want to paint it as success because success has markers, But if we're working towards things that we want to achieve, that are fulfilling us, that lead us forward, that help us to grow, I think growth is really important as human beings, then for me, that is high performance. Mm. And what does high performance mean to you personally? Personally, it means I'm always getting the most out of myself. I think it's a waste for you to look at life and waste it in any way. Like, I don't want to look back and think, oh, when I was 36, I really just checked out for a couple of years. Like, I never want to look back and think I'm not trying hard. I'm not 
bringing a best account for myself. Um, so that's what high performance means to me. It's about making the most out of the life that I've been given, which I think is a gift. Yes, I love it. It is a gift indeed. And is high performance the same for everyone? Are we all athletes? No, we're not. And you listening to this have to make your own definition of what high performance is for you. There's going to be a lot of commonalities. Um, I think, you know, people need to grow. People want to be fulfilled. People want to be happy. They're going to be relative benchmarks across the board. But you, me, the listener, we have to define what it means for ourselves. Mm. And what things do you hold as a non-negotiable to high performance? I think sleep is the thing that I focus on a huge amount. It's that kind of platform that allows us to exercise hard, to concentrate, to turn up to our relationships, to not be aggy, to make good decisions around food. Like sleep's that kind of biological baseline for us to be high performers. Yeah. And what holds people back from high performance, do you think? Oh, there's a lot of things. Um, I think probably beliefs and your kind of programming growing up is a huge component. They're the hardest things to shift. You know, you, you might have grown up in an environment where it was perfectly normal to get a job in a certain industry and never push yourself, never think about going self-employed or anything like that. So I think belief patterns uh, and childhood programming and uh, a lot of us, you know, we might need a bit of bit of coaching, a bit of therapy, read a load of books to break away from that. Um, but the quicker and the more that you can free your mind and allow it to be kind of reprogrammed, reformatted, the quicker you're going to progress to where it is that you want to go. And over the years, what are ways you've managed to do that quicker for yourself? I think reading is probably the most powerful thing. I've probably read think at last count around about 300 books and that gives you a lot of insight and every time I pick up a book I'm like this person has just distilled the last 10 20 30 40 50 years of their life their expertise into this book so I'm going to respect it I'm going to learn it I'm going to take what I need from it so I think learning always gives you evolved insight on the foundations of you having self-awareness of where you're already at because if you can't build on the self-awareness you've already got, you're going to get lost very quickly and you're going to become all book smarts and no action. Definitely. And are those 300 books cover to cover? No, never. Um, if I want to read a bit of a book, you know, the first half, whatever, I'm never attached to it. Uh, I think at school you get kind of almost taught, your parents might have said, it. if you pick up a book, like you've got to read it cover to cover. I'm like, if a book's shit, I'm going to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And if you want to certainly um, upgrade your brain quickly, um, you've got to absorb the right information that works for you when you can. And mm. along with reading, how do you personally set yourself up for high performance? Non-negotiable kind of, I suppose, the rules in my life. So going to bed at a certain time, um, eating certain foods, getting a certain amount of exercise every week. And then just being really organized. So like at the beginning of a week, whatever it is, Monday, it's like, right, how's my week going to pan out? What do I need to organize? What do I need to get ahead of? Um, I'm always trying to think in front. I don't want too many things to be surprises, especially when you're running three companies. You've got 
people, you've then got your own kids and stuff. So being organized, being ahead is a really, really powerful thing for me in being a high performer. And what things do you do in terms of maybe like sort of strategy do you do to get yourself organized and kind of ahead? I know that for a lot of people, organization is a problem or they don't even know how to start. When people say that, I really struggle to believe it. Um, I think people struggle to be organized, mainly because there's probably too much going on in their life. There's too much stuff that they don't want to do that they're trying to fit in. So they're almost struggling to organize it because they're not motivated to do it. For me, organization is just knowing what you've got to do, knowing the time that you've got to do it. Then there's the people that are involved in it. So meetings you've got to have and, you know, sending things to people. So for me, it's not hard. You sit down, you look at your calendar, you look at your to-do list, some stuff are long-term, some stuff are short-term. I think prioritization is the thing that a lot of people struggle with, like which thing is most important. And that's where you've got to look towards your goals, your North Stars, like what am I working towards? And then you run your to-do list through that filter because then you can focus on the highest priority task at any given moment. Yes, I think I think you're right. I think a lot of people confuse the organization and prioritization. And how much do you think mindset plays an impact on high performance? Well, it's everything. Like, you can't get any level of high performance without the mind. Like, the body's not going to follow. Um, you're not going to have the right kind of behavior. So if anyone is struggling, especially long-term, it's like repeated things that people are struggling with, You've got to go to the mind. You've got to be honest enough to say, my mindset's not right. My state of mind's not right. And the fastest way to get a solution, and not enough people do it, is to go and get a coach, to go and get a therapist, to have someone to just like dive in and be like, right, let's let's break this apart. Let's really get to the crux of, the, of an issue. It might be that you've got a great friend you can talk to, um, you know, not have to hire a coach or whatever. But the fastest way is to get insight from someone that knows what they're talking about and can call out your bullshit. Definitely. And what performance, either your own or from someone else, has been the most impactful for you? What performance? Yeah. So we're talking about high performance. So what is a like either your a time you've performed or a time you've seen someone else perform that has had a big impact on you in your life? I'm going to say impact because it has the impact that I want to have. And that's when I public speak. Uh, when I'm in front of an audience and, you know, let's just say there's a hundred fresh, open-minded people there. I love that because I know I've got an opportunity to really help shape people's progressions, open their mind, make them think differently. So it's for, for me, it's public speaking on so many levels. Yeah. And why is awesome such a big high performance word for you? Because it boils down to what I'm trying to be high performing at, and that's life. So I want to live an awesome life. And for me, high performance feeds into that because it means I'm always getting the most out of it. I'm always getting the most out of my body, my mind, my relationships, the amount of fun that I'm having, you know, adventures, holidays, all of that stuff. So it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like you could say that the word awesome is another way to look at a high performance life. And what do you think is some, uh, like one thing someone could do to add some awesome into their own life? Uh, 
do the thing that you keep craving. Mm. And I don't mean food. I mean, if you're just craving a holiday all the time, just go on holiday. If you're craving adventure, if you're craving carefree living, like, go do that thing. Craving it, you'll keep wishing. And um, we can't keep denying our body and mind experience, like experiencing life. And I think if a lot of, if we were to sit down and ask a lot of people why they might want to retire early or not even work, it's not because they don't want to work, it's because they want more of not working, they want more of adventure, they want more of fun, they want more of social. But we can have all of that in our daily lives, but not not work and stuff. So if you keep craving something, just go and do it and stop dreaming. Yeah, I love it. And does high performance come at a cost, do you think? It doesn't have to, but I think a lot of people with misinterpretation of high performance will lead to it being costly so high performance can often be misinterpreted as just work 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 and if you work all the time you might neglect your relationships your family your health so it can come at a cost if you don't look at high performance across the whole of your life mm. it's important to have that um encompass it all and also have that balance and do you think you can be a high performer on your own no, every high performer needs a team, needs insight, needs expertise, needs to be challenged, needs to be guided, needs to be supported, needs to be loved. Um, you know, you look at any, I don't know, any sportsman, tennis player, they've got a coach, they've got a physio, they've got a mentor, they've got a psychologist. So see yourself as an athlete and bring your team around you to make you high performance. Yeah, and you've created um, some incredibly successful businesses and you really have brought on some incredible team members. What are high performance qualities that you look for in others? A hunger for autonomy. They want to get to grips with the job, get on with it and make it their own. They're willing to ask for help, like put their hand up, like, I don't know, like help me, guide me here. Um, an appetite to constantly learn and be the best that they can be. Um, and I think if you do those three simple things, you're probably going to be pretty successful in a, a kind of a company. Um, and of course, skill, skill is pretty valuable, but the will to develop on that skill is even more important because, you know, you can't, it's a lot harder to train will. <laughs> Definitely. And we've talked a lot about what high performance is. What is high performance not? What misconceptions do you think there is around high performance? I think it comes back to the, the kind of work thing. I think it's still translated into work all the time or training the time. High performance is your interpretation of how you want to live your life. So it's not about work all the time, train all the time. It's, it's about a balance across all of them. You should be able to turn up to your home life, your work life, your social life, your own time and perform and enjoy it all the time. Definitely. And what is the best piece of high performance advice you've ever received? Oof. <laughs> it's hard because I've got a lot of good advice over the years. Um, I think continually reassessing what it is that you want 
and what you're working towards. And what I mean by that and what I think is important now is we live in a social media age where there is so much messaging that can lead you astray. It's so easy to be inspired by other people's goals and achievements because they look good. Like if you scroll for five minutes on Instagram, you're going to see a lot of cool stuff that can make you think, oh, she's doing that. That looks really cool. He's doing that. That's a, that looks amazing. And then all of a sudden it distorts where you're going and why you're doing it because someone else's goal and achievement and interpretation of it seems cooler and more fun than yours. So it's about constantly having those checks at the beginning of the week, end of the month, whenever. It's like, what am I working towards? Why am I working towards it? And am I putting the behaviours and the habits and the routines in to achieving those goals? If not, we've got to reassess, we've got to recalibrate. And I think that has to happen more so than ever because there's more that can lead us astray now. Definitely. And talking about leading thing, uh, leading people astray, I think social media can be such a powerful resource, um, but at the same time can be a huge distraction. Um, what is What are ways that people can use social media, do you think, to help them with their performance rather than hinder it? Big thing is follow the right people. Um, there's so much noise out there. Like even if you followed 20, maybe even 30 people on social media that were great. Like let's, you know, you said you're competing uh, in an Ironman. Yeah. What if you just followed four great triathletes, four great nutritionists, four great mindset people, four great authors because you love books, four comedians because you love comedy, four musicians because they're your favorite artists? Would you always be getting? the information that you really want to experience and stuff. And don't get me wrong, we don't want to live in an echo chamber because that doesn't that doesn't broaden our horizons. Mm-hmm. But we've got to have a, some kind of filter because I don't want to spend 15 minutes on social media and only see three minutes of things that I like. That's not time well spent. So cultivate what it is that you're viewing if you want to continue to get the most out of the time that you're spending viewing and absorbing other people's information. Yes, really, really well said. And along with being a high performance expert, you also have um, a lot of expertise in the nutrition world. Um, How do nutrition and high performance come together? I suppose the key thing is about energy, about supporting the energy that you want to give to your life, making sure that you're nourished. There's so many ways that you can become unstuck with your nutrition from an energetic point of view. From a basic micronutrient perspective, like iron, iron is really easy to let let slip back. You get into a fatigued state, but it's also a really easy fix as well, which is a good thing. Um, if you're not eating enough, then you might underperform, especially if you're exercising. You might have bad food timings, you don't sleep very well or you get cranky and stuff. So it just feeds into it so much. Um, But again, I don't want to sort of kind of have this perspective of like, how much does it impact high performance? It just impacts high performance a lot. So eat well. Nice. Great, great, great advice. (laughs) And what about in the fitness world? Is there any high performers that have really left an impression on you in either the fitness or sport world? I know you're a bit of a rugby fan. Yeah, I've always been inspired by rugby. Um, I think being a man, I've always appreciated the kind of alphaness of (laughs) of kind of rugby and um, how the sport kind of challenges itself. So I've been inspired a lot by rugby players. I get inspired by anyone that uses their body as a tool to its maximum potential. 
And I really respect that. Like I love watching a gymnast and how they flow and move. And I'm like, Jesus, you're so strong. And you're like 65 kilos, you know. And so I don't think I've been inspired by particular individuals, but displays of greatness I find great, uh, greatly inspiring. Um, I know some people look at really fit people and go, oh, that's not me. I can't do that. Like, don't get into that way of thinking. Get into the way of thinking that, you can always better your body. You might not be able to be an Olympian or whatever, but if you're using your body to the best of your ability, then you should be very happy and it's something that you should do. So I think it's an opportunity missed if you don't show yourself what your body's capable of. Mm. And I've been fortunate to hear a lot of high performers speak over the years. And a word that seems to pop up a lot in high performance is the word legacy. What would what does that word mean to you and what would you like your legacy to be? I think my legacy involves my character. I want people to look back and just say, Ben Coomber, when they say that name, they're like, great guy, inspired people, learn a lot from him. Um, and there's just like a good vibe around it. I think when you focus too much on the legacy of your name and your work, you will then automatically start to think of things that you will leave behind that will continue to impact. But when you're dead, those things almost don't really matter. It's like, I just want to be remembered for being a great human that contributed to the world. And yeah, if I can leave some books that people continue to read and whatnot and sits and gets dusty on shelves, then amazing. But I think we can focus too much on achievement and success with the word legacy rather than the impression and the, you know, the impression that we had on people. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And your character uh, stands true. It's something I've been, I admire very much and been very inspired by. And I think that is us at floor 20. And uh, oh my goodness, Ben, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I think we got through a lot <laughs> in 20 minutes. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise. And um, how can we support you in return, Ben? Just find me online, Ben Coomber, uh, Ben, C-O-O-M-B-E-R. Come find me if you like Instagram, come find me on Instagram. If you like Facebook, do the same. If I've said something today that you thought, oh, you like that guy, then just come have a follow amazing and yeah we will definitely show you some support and i will leave the details on how to do so in the show notes and one last question before you leave the elevator from one expert to another i'd love to know if you have one piece of advice to pass on to the next elevator expert Ooh, expert to expert as you continue to try and lead other people, make sure you continue to lead yourself. Mm, powerful, very, very powerful. Amazing advice. Thank you so much, Ben. I will get the door for you and floor 20 awaits. Have an incredible day. I will, you too, stay awesome. Thanks, Ben. Well, Ben Coomba, everybody, what a fitness industry legend. Thank you so much for learning about high performance with me today on The Elevator Expert. This has been the Meg Method podcast. Please do check the show notes for more details on today's episode and how to find out more about Ben. And don't forget to keep enjoying the journey. It's only up from here.
Thank you so much for listening to the Meg Method podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching and access some free coaching resources, please visit my website, themegmethod.com or send me a message at The Meg Method on Instagram. I would love to learn to know you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could please share the love forward. You can show your support in three simple ways. You could please subscribe by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. You could send details of my coaching to a loved one or you could share this episode with others by tagging me in your social media stories at The Meg Method. Just see the show notes for more details. And if you're feeling extra kind, it would make my day if you could please leave a review. Thank you to my legendary podcast team, Brooklyn Fraser and Alicia Navarro. Your hard work and expertise is always appreciated. Thank you again for listening. Have an excellent day. Try your best. Be kind. Big love.